This show is about motivation, positive attitudes, and taking action. Let's get pumped. Forge the path. Get fired up. Thanks for tuning in to Lead the Teams, the front. And now, your host, Mike Phillips. Hello, everyone. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Front. Thank you for tuning in and joining me today. I am, uh, as always, you can check out the website at leadtheteam.net for free sales training, for motivational content, and for leadership tips. And if you would, cruise on over to leadtheteam.tv. Subscribe to the YouTube channel there. I do new episodes of The Front now. I'm doing them live on Wednesdays. That's part of this series, the live leadership lessons. And then also I'm posting at least one more episode a week on Sundays. So click the little bell notification icon if you're over there on YouTube. If you're here on Facebook, make sure you click the live notifications. And if you're joining us live, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. And we're going to dive right into tonight's live leadership lesson. I have a really great guest. Joining me tonight is my friend, Matt Canning. Good evening, Matt. What's going on, brother? Hello, hello, and hello, everybody that's watching. So we're going to jump right into this. Matt is, uh, I, I won't steal your thunder and do the background for you, but Matt and I have been connected. We were connected off and on for like five or six years, and then the last couple years very consistently, yes? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's taken a few years to really get going and actually, you know, start having some conversations with each other. That's the, you know what, the beautiful thing about Facebook, man. That's cool. Absolutely. So, Matt, would you just give us a kind of a two-minute or three-minute synopsis, just a brief history of of who you are, what you do, what's your background in business, and shoot, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm Matt. I'm uh, the co-founder of the Rockstar Auto Conference. And uh, also BDA Spanish Marketing. We, with Rockstar Conferences, Rockstar Events, we, we put on events all over the country uh, in an attempt to try and help people live a better quality of life. You know, uh, People are, are always talking about they want a new life. They want to get to the next level in their career. So we bring in amazing speakers to help do that. Um, and I've had the privilege and honor of speaking at you know, just about every big conference in the country. So that's been uh, been. Wow, pretty amazing. And then our BDA Spanish company, we uh, we are the only Spanish automotive classified uh, company in the country. So we're the only people that actually do it right, do it in real Spanish instead of all the automated garbage. So that's what we do, man. We're just trying to help people connect with other people and do it, do it in a better way. Absolutely. Very cool. So if there was, and I know you're involved in, in multiple businesses, I know at the forefront right now is Rockstar and everything that you do with Rockstar and building people up and impacting them. If there was, uh, and I'm going to dive into some of the, the predetermined questions, just so just so you know, if, if you are out there watching in live land, that it, sometimes these will lead us off to a different direction. And that's very cool too. That's what we want. We want uh, the these people's perception, their true perception from different facets of business, different areas of business, different facets within certain businesses, we want to, to get perceptions on leadership and, and their expertise and experience so that 
you can grow alongside them. Maybe you'll remind those people that are in business of some of the things they've forgotten and the people that want to come up in business, you're gonna give them some good foundational tips. So if there was one thing that you would say you are known for that they say, you know what, that is Matt Koenig and they, they could put the, the label on it, so to speak. What would you say right now? What is that one thing, Matt? I think that if you ask people what I'm known for, they're probably going to say he's a little over the top, but he's always going to shoot you straight. I, I think that's what people would say, but shit, man, I'd have to ask people to, to find out. I think it depends on the person you're talking to. Some might say some great stuff. Some might be like, man, that guy is just an a-hole. Uh, so I don't know, but I think people that truly know me would say I'm a guy who cares about helping everybody but that I don't sugarcoat the advice I give you. I would agree with that. I think you nailed that. Nailed it out of the park, right? So if there was if there was something that you wanted to be remembered for, like your legacy, if there was and, and again, I'm talking sometimes pinpointing one individual thing, would you say that those two things coincide? Like is that what you would want to be remembered for? Straight shooter, honest? Or is there something else that you say, man, I would really like it and I know we all have three, four, five things. But if you could pinpoint, let's say one or two, would you, what what would you say you would want to leave that legacy as? When I think of legacy, you know, I had a conversation with somebody the other night about this. I always think about what what do I want my kids to say? Right? That's that's what I think when I think legacy. And uh, the legacy I'd want to be known for is, man, he's somebody who loved helping people get better. That's that's what I would want to be known for always. And I think that does coincide with the you know, straight shooter and, and all that stuff. So that, that's what I want to be known for. You know, I don't, I don't I'm immortal, so I'm never going to die anyway. But if I did, <laughs> that's what I want people Hypothetically, to Hypothetically. Get better in their life. That's awesome. And I would agree. I think you're well on your way. So uh, diving into some of the, the leadership-based questions, what would you say are the maybe one, two, three key characteristics from where you sit either or from where you've sat, you know, when, when you looked at, at someone else and said, you know what, if I got there, I would do this. Uh, and then certainly once you've gotten into a leadership role, what are the one or two or three things that you would say really define somebody in a leadership role, Matt? The number one thing is they they actually love their people. Like they care about their people. That's the number one thing. That's the foundation because if 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 a leader doesn't genuinely care to the core about their people, then they're not a leader. They're just a manager and that means they're a nobody. Uh in my mind. Like they don't deserve to 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 wear the leadership hat. But so the core foundational thing is they've got to care about the people. They got to love them. I, I always teeter when I use the word love, because I think instantly we think of it in a romantic sense or a marital sense or something, but, uh, but I genuinely, they've got to love their people. I got to care about them. And the second thing is as a leader, um, they've got to take ownership of the livelihood of their people. I think a lot of times mm -hmm. I hear, I hear it so much. People go, it's hard to find good people or, I actually had somebody say to me, uh, you know, I could teach them the process. I could teach them how to close those, but I can't teach uh, motivation and, uh, 
and like desire. And I'm like, I looked right at him. I go, uh, dude, we're friends, but are you stupid? Because the two key things you've got to teach as a leader are motivation and desire. That's your job. Anyone can teach the basics, right? It's five freaking things. You can be a monkey and know the basics. But a real leader understands I'm responsible for the livelihood of my people. Their failure, their success, I'm responsible. Their family doesn't eat, my fault. So I've got to teach motivation. I've got to teach how, how they can foster desire. I can't teach that. I'm not a leader. I'm a failure. That's two strong statements. Absolutely, you you need to uh, you need to brand that hashtag, hashtag love and livelihood, man. That, right? You got to love that. You got to love people, and you've got to invest in them to the point that you. Ne- and I, I think, and I'm just going to kind of dovetail on on this with you. It's one of those things. If you know what makes them tick, if you know what they want, and you take that responsibility responsibility of their livelihood when you know what somebody's desires are you do know how to motivate them right I, I mean so so often like if somebody's saying well I can't teach motivation or I can't teach desire well then you just haven't taken the time to sit down and get to know somebody boom so and that happens because think- you don't care about them genuinely because if you care you want to know them if you love your people you get to know them so if a manager if a leader manager if a leader uh like okay, we talk managers too. <laughs> managers, that's so that's weak. You know what? Sadly, here's the deal, man. There, in and it's across the board. It's not just automotive, but number one failure in business is lack of leadership. We have an abundance of managers, and it's game time. It's time for leaders to step up. And you hit it right on the head. If you can't motivate and inspire people, it's because you don't know them. Well, to take it one step further, if you don't know them, it's because you didn't care enough to get to know them. And if you didn't do that, it's because you don't love your people. And that goes back to, you know, hiring and, and everything at the very beginning. So let me ask you, you're just heavily involved right right now in automotive, but you engage with other businesses. Does your Spanish company engage with other businesses as well, or is it rooted in automotive? No, the Spanish, our Spanish company is only automotive. So if you think like cars.com, auto trader, we have right. a, a Spanish classified site called Buscador de Alto. So if you go to mm-hmm. Bus- Buscador de Alto, punto com, oi. I know. I'm in Spanish. I actually wasn't going to graduate high school because I would have failed it, but my principal didn't like me, so he didn't want me there for another year with him. Um, but uh, but if you think cars.com and Auto Trader, uh, we saw the vision back in 2012 uh, that nobody was reaching out to Hispanics, so we said, let's do that in the automotive market. And I'll tell you what, I've Oof. Uh, automotive is hard enough to do in another language. Um, we're, we're not, at least right now, we're not moving into other facets with it. Our platform could do real estate and everything else, but we, we really want to master the game in auto with that. Rockstar, sure. a whole different animal. Uh, the, the speakers that we bring, I was just talking to NFL champion uh, and former player for the Dallas Cowboys, Corey Proctor. Uh, Chris and I were yesterday. Uh, because okay. we're looking at, he's going to come in the keynotes from Rockstar events coming up. And uh, and he talks to all kinds of businesses, man. And that's, we love automotive. This is where we cut our teeth. This is where we learn business, where we failed and succeeded. So I have for 24 years. But um, we're limiting ourselves to the amount of people we can help by only focusing on it. So. Cool. So the 
And back to, to Rockstar too, I know we bounced around some of the stuff that, that you do. That One of the things that I think is so cool about the Rockstar events in general, the, the ones that I've been to, it, Rockstar is, and I think your theme behind it is really cool because music impacts people. Music drives emotion. Music changes people. And, and so to have a whole conference uh, around that, and I know right now it's Rockstar Automotive Conference, but I think you could make it just Rockstar Conference and, and impact people. I, you know what? You're spot on. So it's funny. We own the domain Rockstar Conference. I just uh, just updated the forwarding. So uh, in the next 24 hours, if you just go to rockstarconference.com, it'll push everything over. But here's the thing, you know, it's funny. When we when we chose that name and that brand, um, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's like, oh, you know what? You, you know, uh, just because everybody calls each other Rockstar. And we did. We were like, you know, we looked at stuff and we said, what? Everybody wants to be a Rockstar. I was in a band. My cousin and I, we used to play music in high school. At two in the morning when the bars closed, uh, with a guitar case open, we would play cover songs. Uh, so people would throw money in when we were kids. We were poor kids, but we were great at music. We dreamed of being Oasis when we grew up. And uh, fast forward time, I was in a band in uh, 99 um, that was like Tool uh, as a vocalist, a kind of heavy band. Where uh, When I was running a Nissan store, I met Jason Newstead from Metallica. He bought a Pathfinder from nice. me, and we got to be at the Millennium Tour with them. So rock and roll and that, like everybody wants to be a rock star. It's like the life, right? So we thought about that in sales and, and stuff in automotive. And we were like, man, people want to be rock stars. Let's create a, an event that helps them be rock stars. And then we said, well, we can't just call it that. You know, we got we to gotta do something different. So that's why the first thing we did, we did at the Alamo Drafthouse Theater Cinema in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, the second one, we did the Granada in Dallas, Texas, which is a, a venue for rock concerts. Uh, you're going to see some cool stuff in Nashville, Tennessee in August. And in September down in Tampa, when we uh, work with uh, David Villa and, and his influence event, we, and we co-branded a deal together down there for September. And like in Austin, Texas, uh, our friend Lisa Copeland is going to be speaker at that too. So you're going to see some neat stuff because for us, it's it's not just about a cool marketing thing because, you right. know, it's neat. But for us, man, we want, we want people to leave and say stuff like Jerry Pepper's and be like, my life has significantly changed since being at this event. And that's, man, that brings tears to your eyes. Well, and it, if anyone has not been to one of the, not, not to make this the, the pitch session, but I'm such a fan of it. It's like the, the, the fact that you do, you leave like electrified, it's electric, it's changing. And so like when we're talking about impact and leaders and people that are molding and changing other people, that's one of the things that I think is so cool. So uh, one of the questions I always like to ask, you're welcome. One of the questions I like to ask is so, and we've all heard it said, we've, we've heard him say, okay, so, hey, Matt, if you could go back in time, right, you got in your way back machine and you jumped in and you went back to when you were 18 years old. And everybody asked that question, so I'm not going to ask that question. I'm just framing it for you, okay? I'm not asking that. So rather than giving advice to yourself, because we can't go back in time, like, hey, if I went back and I invested in Google in the 90s, right, I'd be a millionaire, billionaire, or whatever. 
So since we can't go back, what one or two or three pieces of advice would you give to somebody that can take it with them right now at 18 or 19 or 25 years old and say, you know what, I learned, I, I was watching this and I learned from Matt Koenig and I had to do this. Somebody that's coming up in any business and they want, they want to move to either middle management or management or leadership, what couple pieces of advice would you say, well, I'm going to pinpoint this and I'm going to drop it on the 20th of June, 2018. And here's what you can move, you can use moving forward. What piece of advice would you give there? A couple pieces of advice is cool. Okay. So let me make sure I heard the question because that was a long one. And I, I know I screw it up. I don't want to screw this up. You're saying what advice would I give someone who's saying, <clears throat> I want to move into leadership or I want to go start my own thing. What, what advice would I give them? That they can take with them right now going forward, yes. Uh, for those of you that are going, I want to start my own thing. And uh, if you're at that level of, of I want to start my own thing, uh, everything in my gut <laughs> everything in my gut wants me to tell you don't do it. Um, and I'll tell you why I say that. Because if you want to start your own thing, um, you first got to ask yourself a question, which is, why do I want to? So here's what I'll tell you. If you want to start your own thing or you want to be in leadership, the best advice I can give you is to, to look at what Simon Sinek says in his book. Start with why. You've got to ask yourself, why do you even want to do it? Before you even take a step, before you start educating yourself on it, ask yourself why. Um, uh, to me, 90% of the people I know that have started their own thing or that have worked to try and get in a leadership role end up very frustrated because the reason why they're doing it wasn't a good one. Oftentimes, because we have the mindset that that's a step up. And the reason we think that's a step up is because we think being the owner or being the boss is some sort of superior role because that's how we were treated by people in those roles. So the best piece of advice I can give you is to first start and ask yourself why. And do that until you get to the end of the trail. Why do I want to start my own thing? Because I feel like I can help people. Okay, but why do you want to help people? Because A, B, and C. Okay, but why do you think you're going to be able to do that better than just referring them to Mike Phillips, to Matt Koenig, to Tony Robbins, to Grant Cardone, to Sean Hayes, to Dave Benson, to Glenn Lundy? Why do you think you there's a, a way for you to do it? Now, I'm not saying that in a discouraging way. Actually, I'm saying it in an encouraging way. Because once you start peeling through those, then you'll have your purpose. And then the advice I would give you is just do it. Don't wait for permission. Once you've gone all the way down that rabbit hole and you found your purpose for what you want to do, then, then just do it. Start laying the groundwork. That doesn't mean quit your job tomorrow, you know, if you, especially if you got a family to support. But what it really means is, okay, now start laying the framework. You know, how are you going to do what you're going to do? Are you going to do it via webinar? Are you going to do it by offering uh, free ebooks to download? Are you going to do it by moving up in, in the company that you work with and, and going into a leadership role? And if so, what kind of leader do you want to be? How are you going to do that? Start educating yourself. Um, beautiful thing is uh, when we were in Vegas, 90% uh, of the people in the room uh, paid for themselves to be there. Their boss didn't right. pay. Their manager didn't pay. You flip the script, go to Digital Dealer, go to NADA. They're great events, but those are ones that all the, the managers are paying to ship their people off to, mostly for vendor meetings and stuff. There's 100 million speaker sessions. They're really good ones. Uh, but 
most of those the boss pays for. Uh, the cool thing to me is what I'm seeing in this next generation of up and comers and business is thankfully people like Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk have put it out there to them to understand you can't get anywhere if you're not committed. So the up and coming generation is understanding that and they're paying for it themselves, whether it's paying for it by setting aside 20, 30 bucks a month to be able to buy tickets to something they want to learn or whether it's taking a web class. So sorry for the super long answer, but first piece of advice, find your purpose. Second piece of advice, then start taking the steps to, to go after your dream. So I'm going to dovetail on that one because that, that leads into what, what one of my next questions is. Okay, so how do you find your passion? Where would you, where would you start and so forth? So if you, and you're saying, okay, so find your purpose or find your passion and start right now, start working towards it. What right now in the current environment in 2018, what would you say are the first one or two, three steps? I was working like ones, twos, and threes, right? If yeah. you didn't know that, what would you say are the first one, two, three steps? Because if you go more than three, people aren't going to uh, retain that. But if you can give them yeah. one or two tidbits, one or two tidbits, okay, so uh, all right, I'm I'm a, a salesperson, right? Or I'm a sales manager that wants to to go and impact people. And here's here's what I want to do. I want to do this thing over here. I want to be an actual rock star and go play music. Let's say that's the case, or or whatever it is. Or say it's a rock star that really wants to develop themselves in in business. So what one or two or three things would you say that they when you're saying start right now? Where? Where would you say is the first place to start right now? Audible.com. I, I would with a book. So here's the thing. Um, and, and for God's sake, do not go get seven habits. It sounds so mean. Don't go get seven habits of highly effective people and read something from the 50s and go, that's the thing. It's a great book. It really, truly is. But where you start now is start reading books that are now. Uh, the oldest book I would start with is Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk. That was an Love inspiration it. for me. It it got me to rocket launch and go into creating something in 2000, uh, my, the third company I started in 2010. But it, it's really what launched me into the first companies that made money were because of the principles I learned in Crush It. So where you start now is start learning from people that are doing what you want to do. There you go. So take Good the Ty Lopez approach. Read like crazy. I I can read <laughs> books, but uh, I, I, I'm in the car so much. I drive over 20-something thousand miles a year. Uh, so I listen to audiobooks like a fiend. Uh, and one of the best people to learn from right now uh, is a guy that I interviewed on my, po- on my old uh, church podcast in 2008, uh, Potomatic, was Don Mil- Donald Miller. Uh, he wrote the book, okay. Blue Like Jazz. Uh, he and I had a really great conversation way back then when he wrote Blue Like Jazz. So whatever year that was, right after he wrote it. Uh, and now I'm listening to a good book of, uh, by him called uh, about story branding. So I would say start with a Don Miller book because you got to learn how to build a brand. Nobody knows you. You won't make a dollar. Man, that's so true. The one uh, to when you're talking about listening to audiobooks, and I don't know if you've heard about this or the people that are tuning in and listening have heard about that. Have you ever heard of Blinkist? Yeah. I love it. They're, they're all book summaries. Yeah, they're all book summaries. They're like 10 minutes. And so it, it, that's one of those I've started to use to see if do I really want to invest in the Audible book or do I really want to buy the book, right, for, for 10 or 15 minutes? Because if it's a really good blink of it, 
then, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll get this and go. So uh, we're kind of coming to the, we're about that 20 minute mark here right now. So not, we want to keep the episodes of that. So Matt, do me a favor and kind of, as we're taking us out here, I'm going to go to you and then I'm going to go to me. How can people get a hold of you or do you have one or two more tidbit? Well, I should say that the other way. Do you have one or two more tidbits you want to share? If not, how can people get a hold of you and we'll take it out there? Yeah, first I want to say uh, thank you to you, by the way, for, for this. And uh, thanks to Lizelle and Jamie and Jorge and uh, Jeffrey and Eddie and uh, John for jumping in live with us. And thanks to everybody who watches after. Uh, here's, here's a couple of takeaway tidbits. Listen, there are a lot of amazing events going on this year. A digital dealer is great. The Hustle and Grind Con's coming up. That's good. Uh, there are a lot of great events coming up. Rockstar Auto Conference, we've got four events coming up. Here's, here's what I want to say as a last tidbit. Educate yourself. Go experience these events, these different ones. Um, I always say all the conference events and stuff out there where you can learn one-on-one and really strong network with people. All of these events are great. And um, like a recipe, they all have different flavors, baby. You're going to go out there. You're going to find one that's your flavor. Um, 10X Growth Con with Grant Cardone, right? Try all these events out. Find your flavor. And then lock in and network with people that are like-minded. Here's the thing. You're going to meet different folks that are going to challenge you. And you want that. You want to be challenged. You want to learn. You want to grow. But trust me, this world has a billion people that want to challenge you. These events where you network, find people that have similar passions so you can uh, be like iron sharpening iron and and grow together. Uh, One thing, self-plug here, uh, Rockstar Auto Conference, um, there's a reason that we're changing this to Rockstar Events. Uh, And um, the rest of the year, it's called the Rockstar Rise Above the Noise Tour. Um, There's a lot of noise out there. There are a lot of people banging banging their chests, banging drums. What we're trying to do is build a, a network of people that get together at these events and build relationships to grow together. Um, so I think that's why in all of the groups of events that people participate in, this is one they're going to want to participate in for life. So how do you get a hold of me? Well, come come to the events. Let me. I want to shake hands with you. I want to hug you and take a picture with you and become a friend of yours in real life. But the other way is you can uh, you just reach out directly to me, man. Um, uh, Matt at RockstarAutoConference.com is a great way. If you go to our Facebook page, um, uh, well, if you go to 11sites.com, I love the guys from 11sites. Uh, 11sigxt.com forward slash rockstar chat. Uh, you can video chat with me or Chris whenever you want. 11sites.com forward slash rockstar chat is a good way to do it. Um, or here, I'll tell you what, um, and I just, uh, just started using Google Voice again because I love it. But if you want, you can just text me, uh, 269-258-8844. I don't know if you want to put it on the screen, but uh, 269-358-8844. And if you text me, uh, put your name after it so I can save it in my phone. But that's a great way to get a hold of me. Uh, If you're on Facebook, you can messenger me. What I'm trying to do is make myself more accessible, but understand this. I'm a human and I'm a dad and and I'm a dude with a girlfriend. So when I'm with my, my lady, when I'm with my children, uh, you won't get an answer back immediately, but uh, ask anybody, including my buddy, Matt Winiata, who I was on the phone with at 11.30 p.m. my time for an hour the other night. Uh, if you reach out to me, I'll get back to you as soon as I'm free. Uh, I, I, I genuinely give a crap about people, so I'll always reach back out. I would absolutely agree with that. You are an awesome, awesome individual, Matt. 
thank you so much for taking the time to thank you and and thank you for taking the time to to tune in and join me on this i'm going to slide this over here and for everybody who took the time to tune in live thank you so much if you're watching this afterwards thank you i would encourage you i'm telling you right now if you learned anything from this show you know give it a thumbs up share the video connect with matt he is one of the most genuine real individuals uh, that I started to connect with on social. And you always kind of wonder, well, is that a persona on social? No, he's the real deal, man. He is exactly how he is in the video. And when he says, I want to talk to you, I want to hug you, I want to love you, it's a legit deal. We met and I don't think we shook hands. We we started with a hug. So True. so uh, for those of you that I tuned in to join yeah, man. For those of you that take took the time to tune in and join us today, thank you so much. We appreciate it. As always, you can check out the uh, YouTube channel at leadtheteam.tv. Make sure you hit the notifications. If you're watching this live, hit the notify me button. I'm doing these live shows every Wednesday night at 7.05 Eastern, which is 5.05 Mountain. And then Sunday, I'm listing another show there. So until we speak next, that's going to wrap us up for tonight. My guest, Matt Koenig. Thanks again, Matt, for joining me. And until we speak next, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. We'll talk to you soon, everybody.